0: You there, Mike? Blog Talk Radio. You there, Mike? So, so we're live on Blog Talk. We have a 15-minute runoff before we actually start the show. So I'm going to call my sons. Um, I'm going to call my sons. Uh, and... Uh, Fathers and sons, why this relationship, fathers and sons, why this relationship
1: is so important. And
0: so special. So. Right. You there, Mike? You there, Mike? Alright. Mike is probably there. Can he but he's not hearing Mike, can you hear me? Mike, Mike, where do you have Mike? Where's Mike at? Mike's over here. I see. Um, you don't hear Mike's voice because Mike isn't on yet, and the show doesn't start till seven fifteen. Just a FYI, snitchy smirk. Always got to be in the mix. Um, let me turn. Let me start these things right here. All right, you guys. Um, so we're start we start at seven fifteen. I gotta get my sons on in a minute here. So let me get my sons lined up. Good morning. Good, good evening. Mike hey, can, you, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I'm coming yep,
0: I do. Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure you can hear me. Right, yeah, I'm, we're back. Good.
2: I'm back. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. All right. So I'm going to get my sons on right now. Both of my sons will be here for this show, so they can talk about their daddy. I can tell them. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling right now. Just let them know that I'm going to be calling from. A... Hello? Hey, son. I'm hey. Call, I'm going to be calling you from an odd number right now. Okay. And just getting. Okay, so you'll see a. You'll see an odd number come up. That's your dad. Right now. Okay. Hello? Hey, son. Hey, Pop. Okay, now, 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 I'm, now i got to get your brother on. Okay, hold on. Yeah. How you doing? No work today, right? Nope, nope. I had uh, to hit the range.
1: Looks shoot targets myself. Okay.
0: I'm a, I'll be there this weekend. I'll be there on Friday, so maybe we can have breakfast I won't be around. Breakfast
1: I'll, be in, no? I'll be in Utah. Nope.
0: Oh, what you doing in Utah?
1: I got a buddy of mine out there. We're going to go uh, do some rock climbing. He's been out there for like a month with his family, but um, it's just a good mm-hmm. little mental health break for my, my own well-being and such, you know.
0: Good. Or rock climbing,
1: huh? Yep. This some white people's stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, let me call your brother and tell him. him. Um, uh, hey, hey, good good evening, Navarro. Hey, d Hey, um, they know that they know who how you are. They know how your daddy is. Hey, Everchanging, Hey, Rich W. Sunny Bland, how you doing? Hello, son. Um, yeah, you're gonna see a odd number come up right now. That's your Thank dad. You. That's your dad calling. Hey, killer. So okay. All right. So that's me. Your brother's Hello? already. All right. Hey. Hey, so I got you I got you. So we're just going to talk about um you know just how important it is, you know, the the relationship between the father and son. John, you'll be able to speak to it because you're you're a dad with a son. And then you guys can speak to it about, you know, how much how great your dad was in your life and how oh. <laughs> how fun it was. How fun it was
2: living with you. Next on Maury. <laughs> Next <laughs> on.
1: <Calibri. laughs> oh, man. Is that is that the hill you want to die on pa
0: and that's what, you know how important it is for the father and the mo- and the mother you know why why it's important for moms and dads to get along and how it affects the kids all that stuff you know so I'm so you guys I'm just gonna talk and then I'll bring you guys in um, and then we're just gonna have a discussion you know no we're not ain't nothing you know pre pre take pre thought about just us just talking like we do you know just fathers and sons, and it don't, it don't all have to be, you know, uh, beautiful, you know, it, it can be what it is, you know, you know, the, the, how we, you know, how we learn even to understand each other, so I'm going to do an yeah. opening, and then, um and then you, and you guys will know, and then I'll
2: introduce you guys, is that cool? Sure, copy. Okay, perfect. You say copy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so John Beckman said it was devastating when he was 12 and his parents divorced. Good morning, um, good afternoon, good evening, um, Rich, uh, and and John, you know that's one thing me and um and, and King J J Jr. me and his we call him King. One thing me and his mom really did was we wanted to make his life as normal as possible for the whole time. So I don't think he even understood what divorce was because he was he lived he was with me and he was with his mom. And, oh, I understood. Uh, and he did you so good. Huh? Oh yeah, um, was smart. Well, as a kid, did, as a kid, did you understand? Because it seems like it didn't affect you.
1: Like you know, like okay. you, you yeah. just he wasn't that Wasn't that serious? Because it wasn't that serious. It wasn't like a, you know, you're never going to see your your dad again kind of stuff. It was just like, well, we live here now, and he lives there, and you go see him as much as you want. It was like, okay. So,
0: yeah, so that's so okay. that's what we're going to that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about that stuff, you know that. Um, and you know, but um, well, we're just going to have a real conversation. Uh-huh. Um, John Beckman said he was lucky then. I didn't really reconnect with my dad until I was twenty one ish. I don't think there was a time. That we that we weren't connected, um, even if, even if we didn't agree or get along, we were always connected. Wouldn't you say that, King? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: the,
0: the, I was calling. Right, now, Mike, how, Mike, how many minutes before start time? You you
2: want.
0: All right. So okay. So let me tell you guys. For those of you who are watching this show for the first time, this show airs in Los Angeles on KBLA. On um what time on on Saturday and, and what time on Sunday, Mike?
2: Uh,
0: eleven o'clock. Yeah. And uh, then the next one is at yeah. Eleven o'clock. No, it airs at eleven o'clock and at twelve o'clock. Yeah. Eleven o'clock on Saturday, midnight on Sunday. Yeah. Now, that, wouldn't that be an hour back to back, or is it? 11 o'clock on Saturday, and then midnight on Sunday going into Monday. Okay. So 11 p.m. on Saturday night and midnight on Sunday night, which is going into Monday morning. So it's Saturday and Sunday. But you guys can always listen to my shows if you download the iHeartRadio app. Download the iHeartRadio app and then search for The J King Show and follow me. And my shows are up early there anyway, and you can listen to all of them anytime you want. Today, this show is on um, the relationship between fathers and sons, why these um, relationships are so important and special. All right? So we're getting ready to start the show. So the good part about it is you guys, we tape it now, and then Mike will edit it. Mike, can you hear my sons, John and Jay? Hey Mike. No, me, are,
1: oh, my on kind
0: of speaker? are you guys on Bluetooth or some kind of speaker?
1: No, on speaker.
0: Okay, get off the speaker, so we can hear you better. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna need you. Um, Hello. I'm um, Sonny Bland. Said my dad disowned me at 42 when he got dementia. Up until 42, we was tight. My plight is deep. We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about why it's important, especially as you get older. And I'll talk about my relationship with my dad and why these relationships are so special. All right? Yeah, and
2: then just a clarification a of Jason, on the on Sunday mornings at 7 a.m.
0: Okay. And- okay, so it's Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. No, that's what it's always been, Mike. It was 7, 11 p.m. on Saturday and 7 a.m. on Sundays, okay? 11 p.m. on Saturdays, 7 a.m. on Sundays. If you're in L.A., it's KBLA Talk 1580, so 1580 a.m., all right? But you can. But like I said, if you download the iHeartRadio app uh, and then search for the J. King Show, follow it. You can hear it at any time. You ready, Mike? All right, so I'm going to say to uh, hey, King, you and John, Put, put yourselves on mute until you guys are speaking because we can hear all the noise you make.
1: So what? Put a copy on mute.
0: Until you sp- until it's, uh, yeah you guys put yourselves on mute. I won't mute you. You guys can mute yourselves. Make sure that you're not on a speakerphone or a Bluetooth. Make sure that you're talking into the receiver so that we can get a clear signal
1: as he edits,
0: okay? Okay. It
2: sounds good. Have a great show. All
0: right. Thanks, Mike. You guys ready? You ready, Mike? Yep. Good afternoon, good evening, good, whatever it is for you, make it good. My name is Jay King. Welcome to the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. We have a good one for you today. Our show is on fathers and sons, their relationships, and why they are so important and why they're so special. And today on this show, I'm going to have my two sons with me. Normally, you guys only hear me. Uh, every now and then I'll have a guest, but for the most part it's just me speaking. Today I'm going to have both of my sons with me, because um, I think we have pretty special relationships, and uh, and um, we we have a lot of similarities in our personality, which uh, which could oftentimes means that people butt heads because they're a lot alike. But I think while me and my sons are a lot alike, there are some differences, some very some very distinct and very differences. Um, between us but we all have traits of each other it's really strange i love my boys they're both outstanding human beings better than me um better than me um and how they uh live this life and and um, what they give to it and uh and for that i'm thankful my name is jay king i'm the president and ceo of the california black chamber of commerce i'm the leader of the group club nouveau and I'm a community activist and radio show host at KBLA Talk 1580 and 97.5 FM KDEE. KBLA is in Los Angeles. KDEE is in Sacramento. I also do a podcast called Kings in the Morning every morning um, on Blog Talk Radio on the jkingnetwork.com from 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you are on Facebook, you can find it live. Uh, on facebook slash j a y k i n g the number three this is a special show for me anytime i'm with my sons it's special uh we don't often get a chance to um, to be together the the three of us together but every time we are i um i am thankful and um to god in in a world where um we have, you know, um, we have to watch what we say to our kids because they're super sensitive. Um, I'm thankful that um, I can say whatever I want to to my boys, and because they'll say whatever they want to to me. Uh, sensitivities aren't uh, a trait of ours, and I hope that that happened because as young boys, um, sensitivities isn't what I was raised up on, nor are they. Both uh, um, have been in the military, both did seven years in the Air Force. Uh, One is in law enforcement. The other uh, is uh, in the insurance business. Um, And I'll let them both tell you who they are what they do. Uh, But he also is uh, in the entertainment business. He's a a VJ, and he's been with some pretty significant people, some pretty cool tours. And, again, I'm proud of both of my my sons because – when um, when you have parents that are high profile to any degree, the kids oftentimes get caught in the shadows or uh, in the world of the parents. They don't create their own world, or they uh, and um, especially when a son is named after a parent, or a son after a father. You know, just imagine the pressure that Michael Jordan Jr. has to face, or Pippin jr you know uh, and, and anytime you have a junior Muhammad Ali jr that and the kind of effect it can have on a child and um, you know what what might seem obvious um, because when sons are little they oftentimes look up to um, to their dads um, whether they're human or elephant. Kids will mimic their father's mannerisms. They will take on the interest of their parents. Um, And um, they prefer um, the father's parents, boys in particular, um, when it comes to playtime and and connecting. And then when kids uh, hit puberty, that's where, you know, they begin the differentiation from their parents. And that's where they formed their own um, identities. And I would like to think that my sons, uh, that I um, didn't um, push them in any one direction or the other. Uh, I allowed them to be whole in how they would um, live their lives and not have to necessarily do what I do or the way I do it. So let me first introduce uh, my, my boys, uh, Jay, Anthony King the Fourth. How you doing, sir?
1: Doing good, Pop. How you doing?
0: All right. And then John Thomas
2: Bainter King. How you doing, John? I'm great. Another day in Paradise. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, um, first of all, um, the show is on the special relationship between fathers and sons. Um King, because from the time you were born, I was there. I saw you, and I held you, I think, before anybody. Um, and I remember the first time I held you just, and you were born, you felt brand new. To, I felt brand new. I felt like my life had started all over again. And you were just always with me. You know, we would go to the parks and stuff together. Do you remember all of the early times that you and I uh, were are together. Do you remember that bond, or when did, when did the relationship start for you?
1: That's a good question. Um, what's weird is I can remember very, very far back, like to, like, three and four, but I do distinctly remember going to the parks and feeding the ducks. I remember um, racing you in cowboy boots. Like, these memories all had to be when I was probably four or five. I remember uh, showing you that I knew how to wink both eyes and you not being able to do the other one, I'm sure you were just doing it to make me feel better about my accomplishment. (laughs) But, like, I remember little stuff like that. I don't know exactly how old I was, but I had to be around four or five because I was able to form full sentences. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah, I I do remember going to the park a lot. I remember people following behind you with clipboards trying to take notes while we're sitting there just tossing bread at ducks all day and – just being oblivious to the world around me in that way, but knowing that I was just hanging out with my dad. Well that's John, me and
0: John. No, no, great great, great answer. Um, me and John, we have a different role than King and I. Because I met John's mother when I worked in the legislature in Alaska. I was in Juneau. Me and John's mother weren't in a relationship. We had a relation for once actually just one time and I never seen him again and um and um one day somebody told me that there was a kid in Juno that they said was mine and I was like there can't be a kid in Juno." I didn't know anybody in Juno. um and um come to find out that John's mother when he turned was it eight years old John was it on your eighth or ninth yeah, year?
2: Right. I was around eight years old. I was around eight years old. old. He was
0: asking asking who was his dad, and he would ask his mom every day, who's my dad, who's my dad? And she said at first she could just pass him off, but on this particular time he just kept asking every day after he turned eight. She got in touch with me through a friend of ours, and I flew to Alaska to see if this little boy was mine. I get to Juneau, and I see this little curly-haired boy. And this little mother and this, this little boy is talking from the time I see him, and I said, "This is my damn son." That's when I knew that John was my son, and I saw him, I met him, and we connected. Do you remember the time, the first time we met John?
2: Yeah, been, I actually have a picture. Um, we were at my actually at my Aunt Lori's house, that was a couple a couple buildings down, and there's a picture of me and you sitting together. I have on a very early 90s-esque, like, uh, windbreaker. And me and you are sitting on a couch together. But I remember, I remember, though, I still have the, somewhere in my stuff, I still have the letter that I got, too. And I have a letter from Grandma. Mhm. So
0: So when you first... When you first see me, and you first with me, what what is your, what are you thinking?
2: Well, at first, my mom mom didn't tell me right right away. She said, "I want you to meet my friend," and that was that was it. And I think that more or less she was kind of trying to feel out, you know, how our interaction would be to start with. Um, but it wasn't until I think it wasn't until after you had left that day that she told told me that this is you know that's your dad. And how did you feel? Um I mean I was I was excited and I was uh I was surprised. I'm I'm not really sure I knew quite how to feel um about the situation because I was kind of more or less like, well, why didn't you just tell me to begin with? And you know, but I was I was excited to have, you know, it was it was something new. I knew the you know, I knew the white dude that she was with wasn't my dad. Um so that was apparent to me and that's why i was curious because as i got older i was like you know one of these things is not like the other like what's where's this missing piece of the puzzle i think it's natural for young men to be curious about these things and especially if you're you're you know born into a situation where that that piece of your life is missing yeah.
0: so um john and i we we uh when we meet um a better instant connection for me with him because I know his brother. He doesn't know his brother, but I know his brother, and he and his brother are a lot alike, almost twins to some degree. So, um, because they're six months apart. King is born in, um, in April of um, 84. John is born in October of 84. Obviously, two different months. Um, but when I come back to California, um, my, my first thing is to get my sons together so that they can, so that they can know each other. And, um, and that was the next thing that we did. We um, um, flew John into Los Angeles to meet his brother. And um, King at the time was still with his mom. He would come see me every weekend. So he would fly into, the, into Los Angeles on the weekends. And this was a weekend that he was going to fly in and meet his brother. So we're going to get into all of this. We're going to get into this whole thing of how what happens when two brothers see each other for the first time and the connection and the love that they have for each other. And it was pretty cool uh, for, for me as a father to watch. You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KVLA Talk 1580. My name is Jay King. We're talking about fathers and sons and how important and special those relationships are. We'll be right back. How many minutes do we have on this next section, John? I mean, uh, Mike. We've yeah, about 14. 14 minutes 14, on the next 14. section? Okay, great. All right. You ready?
1: Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: You're tuned into the Jay King Show at KBLA Talk 1580. I'm Jay King, and today I have um, my two sons with me, um, Jay and John. Uh, they are uh, both very accomplished in um, their areas of expertise. We have um, a great relationship, uh, us together, us apart the two of them by themselves, uh, you know, I talk to my sons as often as possible without um, trying to be disruptive to their lives because they're grown ups. And, you know, the one thing um, as a father that I never want, want, wanted to do was impose myself on my kids. Uh, I have a younger daughter and, um, you know, she, uh, the same way I, I really, I'm peripheral to her, but I probably call her more than I call my boys because I call her, Every day or every other day, because she's in college. My sons, I may call. What do you think? I call you guys maybe three or four times a month, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. I'm less than like a month. Yeah, yeah. and um, and because they're, because they're busy, they're boys. They don't want to, they don't want to fool with me with with all that stuff. But um, so John, how long was it from the time we met to the time? I flew you to um to
2: california was it three four months was it that long was it longer what was yeah it? i think i think you probably came i think it wasn't even i think you came in like the spring because i remember it wasn't too cold and then i went for the summer so yeah i probably went so just around a few months. Tuesday, july yeah
0: yeah so, so john and, and it had to be the summer because you guys were there for more than a weekend you guys were there for you know and so the first time these two guys meet, um, uh, they it's almost like they already knew each other. So I'm, so I'm not going to tell you guys. I'm going to let them tell you. How was it when when you first met? What was it, King, about John? And then, John, what was it about King? And, and kind of tell me that connection, how that happened. What was it like um, the first time you met John? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. We were both eight, so... I remember us building a whole-ass fort inside of the uh, the living room using the, the bar stools and blankets, and we talked literally for 24 hours nonstop. I mean, considering the fact that, I mean, we're 8 years old, so what can 8-year-olds really talk about? But as far as I can recall, we talked about everything that, you know, up to that point we could talk about, video games and comic books and, you know, just every little thing, and it was just like, I don't know, it was it was like having a twin. It was like I mean, it was to me it was the coolest thing ever. It was like here's my brother and you know, we're already past the sibling rivalry stage of things, so we just moved right into just being brothers. There was no there was no training wheels portion of it. We just went from walking into full sprints, you know. And uh for me it was just it was exciting. I was just happy to have this this dude I could hang out with that was from the same place as me essentially and was just like me, just a little bit yellower. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool to me. I thought I, I thought it was amazing. I was excited.
2: Yeah, John, we had eight years more or less to
1: catch
2: up. Like and we we had eight years of information to catch up on, and you know, trying to feel each other out. And I was excited because you know I was an only child also, um, and. We were, you know, we were in an isolated place too. Like there was, a, there was kids and everything like that. But like I didn't have a brother. Um, I think that me and King were both. I, what I think was was really neat is we both kind of had a free range childhood. So neither one of us was overtly sheltered. So we were able to feel each other out. We were we were easy at picking up on each other's cues and. And things like that sometimes relationships and communication with people can be awkward especially when it's new people but it was like you said like we knew each other already we have a lot of we we've always had a lot of similarities um i'm just a little more chaotic and he's a little more put together but i think that uh yeah i was just excited to have to have a homie that was especially being in a new place so i was i had never really left alaska the only place i had ever went was washington so here I am in California, and I get to explore this new place and go on these adventures and, like, scale the hillsides and stuff with this dude who's the same age as me, who's my brother, and who also loves pizza and Sega Genesis. So it was great.
0: Now, at any time, did you guys ever have any discussions about me? You know, like, uh, did you, John, did you ask King, you know, so tell me about dad. What is he like? Were, were there any or those kind of discussions in the early part?
2: Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I think that I was more or less like I was I was happy to, to be there and in that situation, but I was more or less like I had so much on my plate with just the relationship with King, like in getting to know him that it didn't really it didn't really come up. Like I, I think we were very much intrigued with each other, and trying to figure each other out and how we were going to navigate things together like you know we were a team from the jump so Mm -hmm. i think that's really i never really i never really had the oh what's he like conversation i'm a very i I think i was just kind of observant from from the beginning and was like you know just trying to figure things out it was all so new to me you know everything was like it was happening real fast i went from being an only child in the middle of a kind of podunk town in alaska to Going on this crazy adventure,
0: and King, what about you? because you were our only child, and you were my only child. It was just me and you and um and we did everything together, you know um of course, d rob, but i'm am you know you know um people around me, but I'm so like you and me did it did did it encroach on you at all was there anything that did you feel like, wow, this guy might take more of my dad's time? How did you feel about? knowing that
1: you had another brother. I wouldn't go as far as to say it encroached. It was more so learning how to share. You know, like it was, it was a very quick process. It wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm not going to have time with my dad. It was more like, okay, I have to share my toys now. And not like in a I don't want to yeah. share my toys but just how do I share right. them? You know what I mean? Like that, it, in that kind of sense. It's like I, I remember, um, I want to say, I think y'all went to Disneyland or something like that, and I wasn't around and I asked you about it, and then you explained it. You're like, well, you know, you've got to do these things before. John hasn't done it with me, so I'm taking him. And I was like, oh, okay. And then that was the end of it. Like, it was no harm, no foul, no big deal. Now I understand why these things are occurring. Um, well, like I remember um, there was one time we had some money, and uh, we were supposed to save it or whatever, and one of us ended up spending more than the other, and it came down to, you know, we're going to go to – whatever amusement park it was, I think it was Universal or something like that, and I mean, John had spent the business money, and you're like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to just let your brother sit in the car or are we all going to go? And I'm like, no, bring in my brother. Like, that's, that's it's a no-brainer. So to me, I don't really think that there was any kind of, I guess, concern about losing time. I was just trying to figure out how to navigate more people. And then once we figured that out, I was like, all right, cool. So now I got somebody else I can hang out with and share everything with? Okay, sounds good to me, because all we did was hang out and have fun. It was, it, was, it was always a good time as far as I was concerned. I mean, I got to hang out with this dude who likes the same stuff I like all the time and do the same stuff I like to do all the time. And that, I mean, there's, there's no way to make that not fun. I don't, I don't know how else to put it.
0: Now John Beckman said, was there ever a sibling rivalry between you and John?
1: No. There was, like, I think we got in total of four fights. I won two, John won two, and then we decided to stop fighting each other and just beat everyone else's ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so did, you guys,
0: did you guys think, so at any time, did you think, wow, you know, we got a cool dad or we have a cool or a special relationship with our dad? Um, you know, it, was there any, you know, did, did you guys think I was a decent father growing up?
2: I would definitely say you were—you were a tough dad, and I didn't. It was a different experience, I think, for me because I didn't have a dad. So, um, I was willing to, you know, I was—I was just trying to navigate that whole scenario because for the first eight years of my life, I didn't have a dad. So this is all new to me. Okay. So I didn't really have a frame of reference. I didn't think you were a bad dad. I enjoyed going, I enjoyed going for the summers, and especially you know, like King was the the ultimate, ultimate prize because, like you said, we hit it off right away. So I was like, cool, and we are, and you you are too, Dad. But we are some weird folk, so
0: <laughs>
2: it's not exactly always necessarily easy. To form, you know, good relationships or meaningful relationships with people, because not everybody quite understands the weird social quirks that we have inherited. Um, so finding someone else that is like me was definitely a huge caveat in that in that respect. But I didn't think you were a bad dad, um, or I didn't mm-hmm. think you were. I definitely thought you were a uh, you were a tough dad. Um, and at the time, I don't think I was super favorable of that but but that's because you were being tough on us when we were you know we were young but yeah. pressure makes diamonds i didn't realize why until i was a grown man or until i was an older man myself and um and i don't know i'm sure you you i'm you as you've said many times i'm hard-headed i do what i want i don't know who i got that from <laughs> but um i do what i want so i needed I needed somebody. I couldn't have had easy parents. I couldn't have had the parents that were like the, oh, I want to be your best friend parents. I would have been a mess, like more so than I ended up being, but it would have been worse. So I'm not saying. It. I think you were. I think you did. I think you did the best you could with the tools you had, and um, I think you did. You did great. I'm not in prison or dead.
0: King, what do you want to? You want to say something to that? I'm sure.
1: <laughs> no, honestly, I think you were, you were a great dad. I mean, but, I mean, we didn't have any issues until I started living with you. That was when that kind of went off the rails. And it wasn't really off the rails. It was just, you know, me having a whole bunch of brand-new testosterone. Of course, we were going to bump heads. But everything before that was amazing. Like, I mean, I I had no issues. Um, I think you were a great dad, but you were tough. but. The toughness for me wasn't anything new because I also had, you know, Sam at home with my mom who was also equally strict. So for me, I was used to having four very hard-ass walls and no door. It was like that was I was used to that kind of rigidity, so it wasn't really an issue in that regard. But as far as being a good dad, you were, you were a great dad. You were always there. You were present. And when you couldn't be for whatever reason, you always had, a, I don't want to say a stand-in, but you always had somebody there to kind of Dare I say, pick up the slack? Like you know, whether it was D. Rob or Tony or Brian, there was always it was always one of those three. It was never any weird, random, sketchy dudes or whatever. But you always had good people around us. If you were busy for whatever reason, you 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 were able to dare I say, delegate to one of our uncles essentially to you know hang out with hang out with us for the day. And we had we always had some kind of positive male around, which I appreciated. So I, I remember, you know. With the, with the music industry especially you know the just the, the random rappers and you know former pimps and all that kind of crap running around and we saw them but we didn't have to spend time with them and i was always grateful for that because i didn't necessarily want to hang out with you know one of those knuckleheads you know i, I wanted to be around my pops and if not our pops i wanted to be around d-rob or brian or tony and there was always that balance so i would say considering how much stuff you had to juggle I think you did great because most people would just be hella absentee and just not be around at all as opposed to, you know, like, crap, I'm busy as hell right now and I have to take all 14 billion of these meetings. Hey, can one of you trusted dudes that I know, you know, aren't a piece of shit, can one of y'all take my kids for a second and run them over to Berkeley get some pizza or something, you know? So all right. So you tuned into the J. King Show at KVLA Talk 1580. My name is
0: J. King. Talking to my sons about fathers and sons and the relationships and why they are so special and important. When we come back, we're going to talk about the times my sons uh, had to work for me uh, <laughs> while they knew they had to be out of my house by 18 and, uh, and how it affected them, both negative and positive. You tuned into the J. King Show, KVLA Talk 1580. We'll be right back. Okay, you don't have to worry about it. We're only doing uh, we only do about forty five minutes. How much? How much? Time, how many minutes do we have left, Mike? Yeah,
2: but we're going to do an eight minute, uh, nine minute segment
0: and two fourths. So we got nine minute segment and two fours, All right. Okay. Okay. You ready?
2: I am ready. Here we are.
0: We're back. It's the J King Show, KBLA Talk, fifteen eighty. I'm Jay King. I have both of my sons with me today and uh whenever i'm with whenever i'm with uh my boys, I feel good uh i I look around in in my family and boys haven't fared well uh, my nephews and cousins and and uh and other males in our family that's in their age group um. Have not um, flown as high as, as my boys have, and I think a lot of it has to do with the relationship and the bond that we um, built early on. I don't. I think boys need um, they need toughness. Uh, they need somebody that is going to um, challenge them and uh, and hold them accountable. And I, and I did that for my sons, but I also um, uh, made sure that they had fun. And as my son Jay said, that they had real men around them. Um when I when I had meetings, when I had other business, uh D Rock was my long term uh companion, my partner, uh, uh in business. He really took care of my boys and uh and so when I had uh business he knew that um to to protect them. Tony English I think was a real um had a real impact on, on King and Jay in particular. Uh, because he he was a workout guy, he was he was always in physical shape. and, and Jay has that same attribute. I believe he he picked it up from um, from Tony and Brian. Brian Fong, uh, he drove for me. I'm um, in the Bay Area, and I believe he too had an impact on my on my sons just because of his demeanor and his kindness. Uh, and um, Brian uh, is a Chinese cat, Chinese and Japanese. Uh, 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 what well, we call them killer bee for a reason. You don't want them to buzz up on you like that. And uh, those are who my sons knew. And uh, and they they um, for a few summers they worked for me because I wouldn't give them any more money. When they turned 11, I said I'm not giving you guys money. You got to earn your money. You got to come work in my office. And was well, it five fifty or six fifty an hour you guys made? I know that you guys got. No taxes taken out, and, and you got to keep your, all your money and, and do what you want to do with it. What was it like um, working in the office and, um, and having to earn your money and then, you know, and buy your own school clothes and such?
1: Um, how much am I allowed to swear on this particular set,
0: <laughs> you, can't, you can't swear a lot on this show. It's on the radio, King. If
1: not, King. Uh, I just, just want to make sure before I say some stuff. Well, I'll say this, then I'll, I'll PG it. People are, uh, how do you say, the innermost portion of sphincters is what I learned. Um, <laughs> working for you wasn't bad, but people were very unpleasant sometimes. Like, they were just rude for no reason. For whatever reason, they'd call in to speak to you and you'd be busy with something else. And, you know, I'd be like, hey, uh, well, you know, Mr. King is busy right this moment. Well, oh, get him right now. And I wanted to say some things, but, you know, I was also like 14, 13, so I couldn't. But uh, that's, that's what I learned was that people were very unpleasant, and you had to really develop thick skin and patience to deal with some of these uh, lesser humans. So there was that. As far as working, though, I didn't mind it. I mean, it was, I was working with my brother, so I got, I got paid to hang out with my best friend. And the work wasn't crazy difficult, you know, it was just, it was a job. And I felt like what it did was it instilled a sense of, one, pride in what we did because, you know, and, and also ownership, you know, and we, we were invested in this thing because we worked for our dad. So there was there was a, a aspect of it where we had to learn how to appreciate things. We had to learn how to, you know, value our time. We had to learn how to take pride in what we did because we weren't trying to be late. We already knew how that was going to go. We were going to hear it at work and at home, and we weren't. We were trying to have approximately zero percent of that. So John was better at waking up early than I was, so he was good at getting me out of the bed, and you know I was good at saving money, so we were able to pull our funds. And quite honestly, I thought it made us learn to work even better as a team and work together. Um, that's at least that's what I got out of it. And we again we got to hang out all the time. Like I mean, who doesn't want to hang out with their best friend all day long? You know.
2: How was it for you, John? Yeah. We definitely had, had different attributes to different skills, and we were very good at pooling our, our collective abilities to make things easier for each other. And um, I didn't – I I love working. I don't think – I don't think. I started working at 11. I don't think I ever stopped working. Um, I think that's one thing that we're very similar in that aspect. Sometimes, though, I get tunnel vision. But working in the summers, I actually enjoyed it because I was earning my money you didn't always like what I spent it on, but, um, I, I'd like, I like you said, it was, it was your money. Yeah. But it, 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 it was, <laughs> no. it, it was, it was what it was worth the, the time and the experience. And also remember, like that was really my first exposure to graphic design because you had, uh, the, there was a company you shared the building with called media magic. And since I would draw, they would let me use the scanners. When I wasn't busy, I could use their scanners. I, they had the entire Photoshop suite. So that was really my first introduction to design. And that's, you know, that's what I ended up pursuing afterwards as an adult. So it was definitely, it was enriching. Got to make my own money. I was never mad at working. I love working. So um, uh, Tamari Richardson, spending-
0: who the I'm sorry, Tamari Richardson who's the president of the um Solano County Black Chamber said, Can I ask a question? When did you realize that your dad was a celebrity and did that alter how you viewed him?
2: <laughs> so, I don't I don't think I've ever looked at you like a celebrity though. You've just always yeah. been dad. And honestly, because we were raised around people like I, I think after like the first summer, it didn't seem like anything. Like they were, they, you, you learn very quickly that every they're just people. Like you, you, you know yourself included. You're just you might have a particular status, or people might view you a certain way, but to us, you're just that. That's it. And we to did. see, you know, people might might see a, a more polished put our best foot forward when we're in the public sphere, and I get it because I, you know, I do the same thing. But like, you know, we we. We got to see you behind closed doors. So you were just dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not hundred percent agree. When did I, you realize that was a negative? Uh probably when we went to the Roscoe chicken and waffles and they had a picture of you on the wall. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. So you, you know, you, you're somebody here. But again it was like but like John was saying, it was like you were just dad though. So it was like I knew that you were famous for something and uh without sounding too callous about it, I just didn't care. Like, it didn't really matter because you were still dad and i'm still going to race you in cowboy boots and i'm still going to win so i don't care who knows you for what like we if me and john Jumpy, you done for like that's like, that's how i looked at it it didn't matter who you were to whoever else you pop over here homie like it didn't matter but i, I would say that like john was saying like all the exposure to all these other folks who have whatever status it was like they're just regular ass people like i remember uh E forty coming to the house and eating all the cheeseburgers in the house, and I was I'm still upset about that to this day. I will not buy that man's music. No no disrespect to the man, you know, but I'm just I'm not paying for his music because he ate all the burgers at the house. And to me, despite how much I love his music, that just let me know that he's a regular dude that eats everyone else's food. And that's something that I will always remember. And E forty, if you hear this, I want you to know that you did that, and I'm still upset with you. <laughs> at damn, you forty years old.
0: I, and what's interesting is that I remember um, when I, when I first, um, the first Club Nouveau album, and I was in Vallejo because I grew up in Vallejo as well as Sacramento, and um, one day we went into McDonald's, and somebody said, "That's Jay King," and then people started gathering around us, and King looked at them and said, "What's the big deal? It's just my dad." <laughs> And then Donnie Simpson took you out on the, took you horseback riding. And uh, it was just, uh, that's what I loved about you guys, that you guys didn't care who it was at the house, whether it was Johnny Guitar Watson or uh, um, Martin Lawrence with um, uh, Kid from Kid and Play or, you know, Chris, anybody. You guys just never. You guys you guys never, uh, it was never a big deal. I never had to worry about you guys going googly-woogly. Um, so when we come back, how many minutes do I have, Mike?
2: Two four-minute segments coming up.
0: When we come back, um, I want my sons to um, tell you how and why um, the father and son Relationship is important and special from their perspective. And my son John has a son, so he'll have an even greater view of it. And I'll talk about my dad. You're inside. um, You're not inside the track, but yeah. Um, You're tuned in to to KBLA Talk 1580. My name is Jay King. It's the Jay King Show. We'll be right back. Mm All right, so you guys are going to get four minutes each to um, say uh, why the father and son relationship is special and important. Who wants to go first?
1: volunteer. Uh, go. <laughs> go for it. <laughs>
0: so, King will go first? Okay. Let me just do this. am um, Mike, I'm going to do the um, Highlands Community Charter School thing, and then we'll go to – um, King, you go first? King, you going to go first?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. This show is sponsored by Highlands Community Charter School. If you're 22 years or older without a high school diploma, Highlands Community Charter School is where you ought to be. Not only will they help you earn your high school diploma, they'll help you find a career pathway, and it doesn't cost a dime, just time and effort. 916-844-2283 is the number. 916-844-2283. And remember, it's never too late to get your life in order. You ready, Mike? It's the Jay King show at KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. My name is Jay King and this is a wonderful show for me. Probably my favorite show on the Jay King show because both of my boys are with me. We're talking about um, the special relationship between fathers and sons and why they're so important. And my both of my sons are here today to, to discuss it and how, and how our bond became a bond, because it didn't just happen overnight. You know, for King, he was with me from the beginning. So I understand our bond. Um, but John, I didn't know John for eight years. But from the time I met him, um, he was connected to me and I to him. And from that time forward, um, I didn't let him out of my sight. We were always uh, together. They were, it was, every summer he would be um, with, with me and, and, his, um, and his brother and uh, and today they they continue to um, um manicure and, and build their relationship. And King, I wanna let you you got four minutes, uh, to talk about um why a father and son relationship is special and important. Go. I
1: will to go you. as far as even just elaborate a little bit more. It's not even just it's not even just a father and a son, it's a good father. Like you, you can be a, a anybody can be a dad or be a biological father. That's not the important part the important part is being a good man a decent man and a stable man right so to me it's a uh, it's balance you know despite how people want to you know frame things nowadays you need to have some kind of masculine energy and some kind of feminine energy in you know a young man's life growing up I, i'm a firm believer that you can't have a single parent uh teach a boy how to be a man they can help them and they can guide them along the way but they're always going to need some kind of a father-type figure, whether it's a, a big brother or an uncle or an actual father. I lucked out because I had you and I had Sam. So no matter where I went, I had two men in my life that had an absolute vested interest in my well-being and ensuring that I turned out to be uh, a decent human. And I, I couldn't afford to screw up because I had no wiggle room to do it. Every time I hit one bumper, I got pushed into the other one, and, you know, the communication between the two of you, was, you know, impeccable. You know, you, there was a, respect, a certain level of respect between the two of you and then there was a certain level of respect that I had for both of you and it was a steal from both ends. So to me, uh, the importance of a father in a boy's life is just that, instilling that level of respect, teaching that boy how to understand what it is to be a man, whether it be having mature, respectable relationships with other men, whether it be having mature, respectable relationships with women uh, healthy friendships and relationships and just knowing how to be a good person and of course you can get that from, from a mother uh, my mom, I mean that lady she's a as saint, as she's a saint she's taught me most of what I know about being an ethical person and being a good person but the other portion that, of that came from having you know a father that was strong in his moral convictions as well so I say all that to say this um, the importance of a man in a boy's life or a father in a son's life is just that, establishing balance and teaching them about boundaries and showing them what it is to be good and decent and how to navigate the world with that decency.
0: Did me not drinking and smoking have uh, a profound effect on you or whether it just not? It's not a big deal.
1: No, it absolutely did. Um, It was one of those things where, I mean, I saw people drink and smoke and it was whatever but having a parent that was just would abstain from me and not for any reason of it just because i don't want to that right there let me know that i didn't have to do that either so for me like when i did start drinking it was much later and even then i wasn't like out there destroying entire bars or anything like that um but it showed me a level of restraint and responsibility that i you know i, I imagine a lot of folks don't necessarily get exposed to so for me it was it was definitely something to admire because, again, you know, you see all these people who do indulge in that type of behavior and that type of thing, which, you know, if that's what they want to do, you've grown, do what you want. But to see someone say, that like, I can be surrounded by this and not tempted by it, it was respectable. So for me, seeing that, when my friends inevitably in, in school were like, hey, we're going to go drink or, hey, we're going to go smoke, you want to? No. Are you a punk? No, I just don't want to. Oh, so you really not going to go? No. No, I'm not. Matter of fact, I'm going to take my ass on home and then I'm going to go to work after I finish my homework. And that's what that did for me. Is that it instilled that kind of thought process where I don't care what you do. I'm going to do what I do. And I don't really care if you judge me for it.
0: It's the Jay King Show, KVLA Talk 1580. The voice you just heard was that of my oldest son, J. Anthony King the Fourth. When you come back to this show, it will be to the voice of my son, John Thomas Bainter King. I have uh, the most wonderful life because I have wonderful kids, my boys in particular. We're going to talk about my little girl, too, and how she affects their life. You're inside. God damn it, you're not inside the trapping jam. You're tuned in to KBLA Talk 1580. My name is Jay King. It's the Jay King Show. We'll be right back. Oh, Thank God we taped this show, Mike. Because <laughs> I'm, cause, you can't well, you know, you know, we can cuss a little. Ass, is ass a cuss word?
2: No, that's okay. I'll let that go every
0: time. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, my bad. But he did. Okay, <laughs> you. Uh, I think King just like cussing in front of him because he know I don't like it, so he just do it just to defy me. He can me. He can't me. Stop me. <laughs> I never cussed in front of my mother. I never cussed in front of my mother. Yeah. Um, I didn't ready? either um, until um, after the rack. We'll, we'll, um, <laughs> after the rack, you
2: know, <laughs> I'm um, John.
0: When we come back, um, it'll be to you, okay?
2: All right. Um, the
0: special relationship between the father and son, blah, blah, blah. Four minutes, all right? All right. You ready, John? Mike, you ready? Yes, sir. It's the Jay King Show, KBLA Talk 1580. This is a good one, you guys. This has been a great one for me as a father. Um, and uh, I love my boys. And I tell them I love them. They tell me they love me. I still kiss my boys on the cheek. They still kiss me. And it's going to be like that to the day we die, I believe. Um, my son, uh, Jay Jr., uh, we call him King. We just simply call him King. He uh, he started off and gave his Four minutes on um, why he, why and how the father and son um, relationship is special and important. John is unique to as compared to King because King still doesn't have any children. I told King when he was um, when he was young, you shouldn't have kids until you're forty. Live your life um, and and get out there and 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 just have fun and. And he's 39. So, uh, and uh, and I introduced him to somebody, but that's another story that's private for another day between he and I. And I, you know, maybe maybe I'll become a grandfather with him. But John, John um, has three children married um, to Jeanette, his beautiful, wonderful wife, since um, high school sweetheart. And John, you have a son, so I think you'll know and understand the importance and how special it is from a totally
2: different um, purview. So take it away. Well, I think the the relationship between his son and his father, the, the I think the biggest thing is that's where you get your principles from. You know, you see your father in the way that your father moves, and that's really what teaches you how to be a man of your word, how to honor, you know, the people around you and how to move and navigate in this world. And, you know, like I tell my son all the time, like, your word is the most valuable thing that you have. People have to be able to look at you and believe you and believe what you say. And that's something that you really learn from your father. Like, that's not something that, I mean, uh, you can learn values and ethics and things like that from your mother, but uh, a man's, like, firm word, is really your dad teaches you that, and I also got to see different perspectives perspectives of that because you know I had you, but then it was a bit of the opposite. Like you know, King had Sam at home. I kind of had my sister's dad wasn't an effective male role model or leader of the household. So a lot of the a lot of the the shortcomings I had were trying to get away from that, and when I was with you. Um, I didn't have that, I didn't lash out the way that I did or behave the way that I did. Like, I wasn't running around getting into trouble or anything like that because I didn't want to disappoint you because I respected you, and that respect came from, you know, your values and seeing the way that you moved. Um, So that's the same thing I try to teach my son. Like, you know, even if I ask him to do something and he says he's going to do it and he doesn't do it right away, I hold him accountable. And accountability is something that you learn from your father. That's, that's a principle that you learn from a dad. It's not something that, you know, can really be taught by anybody else except for a positive male role model in your life. And it means so much more when it comes from somebody that is you, essentially, that you come from, because you know that you have it in you at that point. So I try to hold my son accountable, teach him values, and that's the biggest thing from, you know, father-son relationships. That's the biggest takeaway I got, and that's why I still call you when I have certain questions about certain things. And sometimes we can agree to disagree, and I think that's important, too, is being able to have a healthy discourse and not necessarily have to be on the exact same page all the time.
0: Okay. Uh, Tamari Richardson says, remarkable young man with strong convictions. Kudos to their mothers, but I'm not shocked. Jay King is full of integrity and clearly passing on to his children. Beautiful segment. This is what I call generational wealth. And um, um, Tamari, I, I couldn't agree with you more as it relates to the generational wealth. I feel like, um, you know, I have more years behind me than I do in front of me. Um, but I'm not concerned about what happens with my legacy or what happens with what I leave uh, for my children. Um, And I know King will manage it properly for his brothers and sisters. I know they will make uh, good use of um, what's left to them, and they will um, build it for their children, and, uh, and then they will teach their children to continue to build it, grow it, and leave it for their children. Unfortunately, you all, this is the end of this show, Um, but not the end of uh, the relationship for me and my sons. We continue to connect with each other and grow and learn from and and build on to each other, and that's a wonderful thing. And um, my daughter is uh, young, uh, 20 years old, and she has two brothers to protect her when her dad's gone, and that's... What I'm thankful for. It's the J King Show, KBLA Talk 1580, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, son. Thank you, sons. Both of you guys. Thank you guys for coming. King, I know you you have um another appointment coming. John, I know it's late for you because John is in. Florida King is in L.A. King lives close to me. Uh, John is um, uh is a ways away. Trying to get John to California now uh, because he has a skill set that will do great
2: here. So uh, the governor okay. lower the taxes. Huh? Get him to lower the taxes. You say? Just get you know, him to lower the taxes. I'll like of my way.
0: Yeah, that's that's the that's the horrible part of of. Uh, of 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 California. Um, so, you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, I'm just gonna do a wrap up here. If you, um, I, if you guys can hang up or you can stay on. this up to you. I'm just gonna do the wrap up. All right. Love you, Pop.
2: All right. I, love I love you love too, pops. I'm in bed. Uh I had a long week, and it was my birthday. I made poor decisions. So, yeah.
0: Happy, <laughs> um, happy birthday. Happy birthday um, you, fall. <laughs> all right. All I right, all right. love
2: y'all. right, love you pops.
0: love you too, all right. too son. alright y'all. So, those are my those are my my, my signs and um I couldn't be uh more I couldn't be more proud of them, but but um they they're way better than me. Both of those guys um, just uh, their commitment you know I didn't learn how to make commitments until I became until I got older. Um, King made a commitment to the to the military to at seventeen and uh, was in the air Force for seven years and he was in Iraq and um, he was in um, Greenland and Korea. he never did a tour. Here in um, the United States, they were all overseas, and when he came back, he had he had PTSD, and it was tough. And uh, and it was tough to get him back, but um, getting him back was wonderful. And because it was all in him, that whole uh, the integrity, the love, and all that. But it was it was uh, it was a tough deal for him. John uh, lived with his mom. So King came to live with me. John was supposed to come live with me when he turned 13. His mom didn't didn't um, let that happen because, you know, he was attached to his mom, and she, quite frankly, was attached to him. And at 16, 17, he got Jeanette pregnant, and they had their first child. And the second child, when they were 19, and, um, and then I told John that he needed to go to the Air Force as well. And he did what his father told him to do. He went... Um, and took care of his wife and children. Had another child, his son, um, Anthony, AJ, as we call him. And um, and he's just been a wonderful dad. So I've had a chance to watch two men grow and develop. And, uh, and they both are very creative. Neither one of them wanted to be in the music business. But to some degree, they're in the entertainment business. King is a great writer. I'm going to actually use some of his writings for some of my songs because they're just brilliant. He's a way better writer than me. Uh, John, when it comes to electronics and, and understanding uh, time code and, and stuff, he, you know, he, A$AP Rocky is one of the people that he's worked for um, doing the, the he's the VJ, so the video wall that happens behind um, ASAP Rocky and Wavy Gravy and uh, Meg the Stallion and people like that, he's that, he's that guy. And he's a, a a DJ, and both uh, have a lot of promise in front of them. So as a father, uh, the special relationship is watching, watching your, your kids grow, watching your boys grow into into men and the kind of men they become. And what's important is that, and what was important for me, was that my sons knew that I loved them, but I'm not your friend. We ain't buddies. I'm your dad. And um, life is tough. And so I'm going to be life to you. I'm going to show you what life is. So my boys knew that um, if they got in any kind of trouble, that would possibly put them in jail. They were probably going to stay there. Because I wasn't going to bail them out. My sons knew that you couldn't live with me after the age of 18, that 18 was your last year with me because two sets of hairy nuts can't live in the same house. As my son Jay told you, his testosterone was boiling, and um, but my boys knew that I loved them and that I, would, um, that I would fight for them and that I would protect them and I wouldn't put them in harm's way on in any way, form, or fashion. And um, and their responsibility now is to their sister because, you know, Jay is 39. Uh, John was 38. He turned 39 yesterday. Uh, Jay will be 40 in April. Their sister is 20. She'll be 21 in February. She's in college. Uh, Jay is very protective of his sister, Jordan. So I have Jordan, John, and Jay. And um, their job is to love each other, protect each other, and protect uh, the family values that we,
2: that we have for each other.
0: So this show was about um, special relationships and the importance of those relationships and how they affect um, your kids and your kids' kids. And they're kids, 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 all the way down the line. My dad is 84 years old, and if you uh, if you follow me in any way, form, or fashion, you know that I go see my father uh, every Sunday. I don't care where I am in the world. I will fly back in the morning to see my dad on Sunday spend that day with him. That's the day um, that me and my father made for each other. My father has COPD. Mean he's dying, and um, and you know, and all I can do is love him. My father wasn't as hands on with me as I am with my sons, but it's because he come from a different era. And um, and when husbands and wives broke up back then, sometimes they didn't they didn't continue to hang out or love their kids like that. I didn't come from that era. I was cool with um, my children's and mothers and the men they dated or were married to. King talked about Sam. Sam was um, Venus's, his mother's husband. And me and Venus had Jay. And then when he was 12, 13, they had a child, Darius, who called me Uncle Daddy because Venus and Sam and Lori, who I was with, and I would vacation sometimes together with King and Darius because we had to love and respect each other. Uh, Doris, John's mother, is an Italian and Filipino woman. Venus is a black girl. Leo, she ain't fooling around with a whole bunch, and we'll cut you to the black meat to the dark meat, I mean, to the white meat, I should say. It will cut you to the white meat. <laughs> You'll need to be dark after that because it won't, you know, it'll be dead. But no, but she, she cut you deep. But beautiful women, both of them, kind women, both of them, good mothers, both of them, as is uh, Jordan's mother, Nikki, Nikki Harris, is a wonderful mother, uh, good mother. And so that was my fortune, is that um, I picked good women to have wonderful kids with. So I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll we'll see you next time with a new one. My name is Jay King. Good night. We good, Mike?
2: Got it, Jay. Very nice show. Thank you. Got
0: a chance to, got a chance to meet my boys. All right. I mean, I'm gonna hang that up. So, all right.
1: So, honey. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>